Is it worth the time and risk to have individual stocks in your portfolio, or should you instead invest in mutual funds? Buying individual stocks can help increase returns, but also increased risk. Today, we'll discuss some of the benefits and drawbacks of buying individual stocks as opposed to buying mutual funds. While there are many factors to consider here, like the amount of time you have to dedicate to investing, there's one other theory in investing that comes into play. Modern thinking on stock portfolios focuses on maximizing your return while minimizing your risk. Modern portfolio theory says that there's a point where you combine different investments that minimize risk for the entire portfolio while maximizing returns. This occurs because when you combine assets, you're diversifying your unsystematic risk or the risk related to one specific stock. You get this diversification because you buy stocks that have a low correlation to each other, so that when one stock is up, the others are down. With this risk diversification in mind, let's look at the pros and cons you should consider when deciding on whether individual stocks are right for you. Individual stocks have a number of advantages over mutual funds. When buying individual stocks, you see reduced management fees. You don't have to pay the fund company an annual management fee for investing your assets. Instead, you pay a fee when you buy the stock and one when you sell it. The rest of the time, there are no additional costs. The longer you hold the stock, the lower your cost of ownership is. Since fees have a big impact on your return, this alone is a good reason to own individual stocks. Stocks have been given one of the highest historical returns among the various asset types over the long term. If you're looking for growth in your portfolio, investing in stocks is often the way to go. Most stocks trade on a major exchange and can be easily bought and sold. This liquidity gives investors the flexibility to convert their stocks into cash if they suddenly need it in a hurry. Despite these benefits, individual stocks have a variety of weaknesses. With individual stocks, it's harder to achieve diversification. Depending on what study you're looking at, you need to own between 20 and 100 stocks to achieve adequate diversification. This means that you'll have more risk investing in individual stocks unless you own quite a few of them. Achieving this diversification is harder the less money you have. Especially when you start investing, you're subjecting yourself to more risk due to the lack of stock diversity. When you own individual stocks, it requires more time from you to monitor your portfolio. You need to ensure that the companies you've invested in aren't having business problems that could wipe out your bet. You also need to monitor industry and economic trends. You're your own portfolio manager, so you must spend the time to ensure that you're not holding a bad position. With individual stocks, you need to learn how to keep your emotions in check. Stock prices can rise or fall sharply because of an overreaction to good or bad news, so it becomes easier to sell a loser or buy a hot tip stock because you can instantly log in and make the trade in minutes. This can increase your fees for trading and also lock in losses that would have been avoidable by simply holding the stock a bit longer. Make sure to balance the benefits and drawbacks of individual stock buys and you can build a strong investment portfolio. Irish satirist Jonathan Swift once said that a wise person should have their money in their head, but not in their heart. Keep your money with your head by following MoneyEd on Twitter at ed underscore podcast to join the MoneyEd army where we stand financial responsibility. I'd like to give a big shout out to Delilah for submitting her question to MoneyEd. If you'd like to ask us anything about personal finance or economics, you can email us at moneyedpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check us out on SoundCloud, Amazon Alexa, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Play, 
and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, this is Whitman OGI for Money Ed, signing off.